What is up, everybody? It is Stick and Rink. It's May 16th, and this is the famous day that we air episode 46 of this goddamn show, and we are excited to be here. Uh, before we get started, guys, Stick and Rink podcast is always brought to you by DraftKings.com, the leader in daily fantasy sports all across the world. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about basketball before I jump into my hockey DraftKings talk. Um this is how all the sports goes, guys. The, the basketball postseason is lined up with the, the NHL hockey season. and Sorry, postseason as well. And DraftKings wants me to let you know that just as much as you can bet on hockey, you can also bet on basketball. And they're, they're saying there's at least $20,000 every day given away on basketball playoffs DraftKings. So there's tons of opportunity out there. I know there's such thing as a multi-sport athlete and there's such thing as a multi-sport fan. And I, I, I would brag that I used to be one of those. I am now pretty much solely a hockey fan this year. But I know there's some smart-ass people out there who are rocking some knowledge when it comes to basketball. So if you're out there with some knowledge about the current game and you're not like me and just thinks that Ricky Rubio is still sick, then maybe try and make some money on DraftKings. Uh, the pools are easy, guys. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen. So this is a new event in DraftKings. This isn't even the classic game, dude. They're introducing new stuff for us right here. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. So there's tons of different ways to come at this. Now, the hockey stuff. I said that when the hockey playoffs is going to come around, I'm going to go nuts on DraftKings. I haven't done it yet. I got scared in the first day because it was just the Capitals and Bruins. Now, I'm a big multi-game guy. I need there to be more options because I can't pick the depth guys very well. I need to know. I don't know how to explain my method very well, but I like doing it when there's at least two or three games. So I, I got scared off a of Saturday and here we are Sunday. I didn't do it today because I was rocking a tennis racket, but I'm coming in hot on Monday. I'm going to let you guys know how it goes in our next episode. But for DraftKings, when it comes to the hockey picks, guys, if you're watching any of these playoff games, the action is crazy. Some things you will never expect. Some things you will expect like Tom Wilson getting points, but tons of other stuff as well. So definitely have a look at that. If you're going to DraftKings, download the top, rated app right now use the promo code thpn that helps us out when you sign up and you get your free shot at twenty thousand dollars at the nba or you just get a huge bonus when it comes to playing nhl picks as well so definitely have a look at that guys that's our promo code thpn there are eligibility restrictions check it out it's gambling duh and see draftkings.com for full details uh let's go and catch up with the fellas um it's good to see you guys raffle josh oh harder baby Raffle, how you doing, buddy? Good. <laughs> oh, go, okay, Josh. Josh is fucking celebrating, dude. I fucked up. I forgot to get a water before this started, and I'm just kind of sitting here like a jackass, looking around my desk for something to drink. I have like a bunch yeah. of like empty cans of soda water and everything. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, I oh. wish I had an actual water right now. I'm Josh having yeah. a white claw. I, I, uh, I just, I, I, when you went to go brush your teeth, I, I rocked some soda stream. I made a fresh new soda stream, and I'm probably gonna finish that whole thing. Dude, speaking of soda water, um. My family bought a bunch of bubblies again, like we typically do. But my my dad made the executive decision this time of getting uh, the new flavors. I, I guess like new flavors that they released. Uh, one of them is a peach and the other one is a pineapple. They both suck. Oh. Yeah, they're both whoa. awful, dude. That's the, the, peach one's, the peach one's okay. The pineapple, not the best. Give me, like, give, give me your top three bubbly flavors. Grapefruit, lime, uh, tangerine. In that order. Oh, the orange one, right? 
That's what the tangerine yeah. is. Yeah, okay. yeah. Grapefruit lime tangerine. Oh, we are. We, you and I are in different galaxies, my friend. If you fucking I'm, say strawberry, I'm gonna leave this call right now. No, I think I'm going. I'm going blackberry number one, wow. and then I'm going. I'm going pineapple three. I just blackberry. Blackberry is number one. Are you joking? Cher- cherries number two, and what then, the fuck? And then pineapples number three for sure. And I might Megan, just leave this call Megan, for a combination of those three because they're all as bad as strawberry. No, <laughs> dude, come on, man. The lime is not. Uh, uh-uh. uh. The lime is <laughs> it. No, dude. Josh, do you fuck with soda water? That does not I, have vodka in it. Dude, if I wanted to get electrocuted in my mouth, I'd stick my tongue in the in an outlet. So I'm good. Thank you. I mean, you're basically doing that drinking white claws. Yeah. Okay. Jackass. Well, <laughs> in it, dude. Yeah. All, all that was the most. <laughs> <laughs> discussing flavors boys like we're, i'm drinking a white claw and i've got a wall of white claws and i'll get to that in a minute but what flavors do we like boys like rank them so we've got all- white claws dude you oh. want me to do it i'll do it for you right now grapefruit number you- one lime number two mango <laughs> number three <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i'm like your bubbly flavors are very much white claw flavors. my white claw flavors yeah <laughs> you know what you know it'd be a good goat some woats I-, I wonder if we even have enough to do it at this point like hard seltzers like alcoholic hard seltzers there's so many brands out there now Dude, yeah. And like I was with someone yesterday and they were like, this one is absolute shit. It tastes like cough syrup. So like there's there's some bad ones out there. Oh, I haven't we could looked also at do... any of the comments yet. Holy shit. On top of that, on... oh fuck off. Josh already disconnected. 550. Um <laughs> the other one, the other one is uh what's it called? It's hard iced teas. You could do yeah. you could go like nonstop with hard iced teas, the amount that there are right now. Like it's actually ridiculous. Yeah. Like remember, I think yeah. before it was just what was it? It was Mike's Hard and uh Hales, and then it'd be or I guess Mike's always like uh, I swear lemonade, but no, then there was, was also what American Vintage as well. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck me up with American Vintage. Then there, yeah. there was one more, wasn't there? Or there is what? What are there now? Or is there just a ton? There's just like random ones. I feel like I just go into the store randomly and I just see some sort of like new hard iced tea or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah like but Twisted Tea came before Hales, no? I would I want to say so? I, I think it did because I feel like the rap of Twisted Tea was that it was so. Um, it was so fucking sweet, and Hales were unsweetened, act or or it was less sugar. I shouldn't say unsweetened because it was, but they weren't as bad as Twisted Teas. Like I remember being at Stampede, and me and Jordan had a box of Twisted Tea that we would be drinking at ten thirty a.m. before going to the Stampede grounds. Like it was a lot, and then Hales came along, and it was just like a smooth shotgun transition. Like shotgunning Hales is the best thing you can do in the summer. Fact. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're so yeah. fucking easy to drink, Josh. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Shotgunning yeah. water at that point. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys have you guys seen that video? Uh, fuck, who sent it to me today? Josh, you sent it to me today. The guy fucking trying to drink the soda water without burping, <laughs> and he just like chugs the can of soda. He's like, "Oh god!" He's like, "It's so bad. Get it out!" And he like turns and he, yeah, and he like turns around and fucking runs into his garage door because it's halfway down. Like clotheslines himself on the forehead and is on the ground. When 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 I saw that, I'm I literally thought to myself, "Rapid appreciate this. This guy's a huge soda water fan," and I feel yeah. like that just crossed your mind. Like, Take it. I fucking slam a bubbly and not burp like a bitch and just well, dude, see what happens. <laughs> dude, think about it this way. Think about like every single time you've shocked into beer, what's the first thing that immediately that you immediately have to do? Burp. Yeah, yeah. burp. Just get it out, whatever it fucking is. You're you're trying to burp. Yeah. I love that. That around and chuck I sauce will, everywhere. Uh, this is like not a good sign for my business mind because I feel like 
when I first saw these hard seltzers coming out or even just like anything, nudes, neutrals, whatever was, was the first one that I saw, yeah. I looked at it and I was like, that's the dumbest fucking idea I've ever seen in my life. Like who would buy that? It's really? literally just vodka and soda. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Cause I was like, like consumers aren't stupid. They're done. That's like buying like vodka waters. Who would do that? You just buy your own vodka and your own water. Why wouldn't you just do that? It's so much cheaper. Yeah. And then, it's the and then they started, it started blowing up. And then I, I, I did not take long to convert. Cause I feel like once I tried them, I'm like, Oh, okay. It's actually like fucking good. The party's <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like, I started yeah. looking in the mirror more often. I'm like, wait, what if I substitute all those beers with like, with vodka sodas? Maybe I'm not a whole lot would change because uh, no one ever says like I have the hard seltzer belly, you know, it's a beer well, belly. Yeah, booze sure. belly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Damn. Um, so business mind not looking good. To answer your question though, like dude, convenience sells. Like think about it like does. even something so minor as like, Hey, like pouring a shot of vodka into a soda water. You're right. It's super straightforward. Any of us can do it, but it's like the fact that you can just open a can of soda water and already have booze in it. It's like, yeah, people are in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and- you know, my first experience with that stuff, though, I remember when I was at Stampede and I was like 18 years old, this was like seven years ago. I had yeah. like the ja- the Jack and Cokes pre-mixed or like the tequila sodas. Oh, and they dude, were, like, they're, they're so sweet. And they're like, there's only I feel like there's only like three quarters of a shot in there, like one shot. And yeah. so I always thought like, who wants to drink a whole like no one likes singles, right? Yeah. Like single cocktails. And I was like, who wants to drink a single vodka soda? But I, I, I wonder, like, what's what's the equivalent shot in there? Is it a double? I have no fucking clue. And it can? Yeah. I think it's I think it'd be like the equivalent of one ounce. One Which ounce is of crazy. Hard yeah, yeah. That still blows my mind that people drink them because that's like a shit ton of liquid for just a single. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why? Well, it's like the that, I think it's like think that's why like these things are actually only worth like five percent is because they offset it with just so much more soda. Is that how you get like I, the alcohol percentage down? Essentially. I think yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, that I've, makes sense. I've always wondered about that. Like I've actually always wondered about how that measures out because if well, you think it's okay ounce, so technically it's an ounce of alcohol so then if you put an ounce into how many milliliters are in an ounce and then put that into a can that should be your percentage but it doesn't work that way because like the alcohol in there is vodka and that's only 40 percent. it's not like you're throwing in one ounce of pure alcohol yeah yeah Here, you know what i mean I I just, no, now, now we're just blowing my mind oh my god yeah because yeah, <laughs> that what right. happens if you get a tolly now it's a double Oh yeah, that's yeah. Anyways, but again, it goes back to that where it's like dude. it's not it's not a double it's not like a double strength. It's just more liquor. It's still the same strength as a one yeah. ounce drink. It's just more liquor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? More it's like it's like idea. it's like it's like if you go to like a bar or whatever and you get a single. It's like a single with like let's say like a twelve ounce glass, then it's this much alcohol. But if you get a double, then it's like now more alcohol suddenly in the same container. Yeah. So the alcohol itself is technically stronger, but there's the same amount. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like with the tall boy, there's just a larger volume of it. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay, I, like I, I like. Okay. I like how we're blowing each other's minds about alcohol content. <laughs> that it's like about. it's like when you're learning math as a kid. It's just like people using like apples and oranges just to kind of like justify like like yeah. oh you have like four apples and three oranges like how much do you have? like if each and shit like that here we are just trying to do it with fucking cans of beer and just vodka sodas i, I feel like Dude. basic math is much better explained to me when it comes to white claws it's like josh <laughs> times two grapefruits times the black cherry and you get a lime and you're like yeah okay, 
cool. That's my formula. Josh, you yeah. walk into the grocery store with seven grapefruit white claws, and that bag of chips costs two grapefruit white claws. How many grapefruit white claws are you left with if you have two bags Seriously. of chips? Five. <laughs> the answer is three. <laughs> Wrong oh, again, man. Josh. <laughs> so, okay, oh. I actually have to bring this up, though. Um, beside me, to my left, I have, well, yesterday I had around 65 white claws. I 65 turned- how many do you have now holy fuck dude i uh, thought it was like 20 no 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 i have 65 white claws i got two 12 12 cases that are in front of me right now it's 48 yeah um so anyways uh yeah boys i finished up at my current location of where i work so yesterday was my last day there and needless to say people know i love white claws because they built me a white claw cake. So pretty much they had like <laughs> seven white claws stacked, five, four, three, two, one. Like this thing was like at least like two, two to three feet tall. Like this thing was fucking massive. Um, <laughs> and I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, holy shit. And I remember my friends got me for my birthday a 24 pack of white claws. And that was in September. It took me until probably early December to mid-December to finish that 24-pack. Boys, really? I, have, I have 65. <laughs> I'm, good for, I'm good for a year. Yeah, that's why I'm stuck. I'm looking at this thing. like I'm not going to have to buy alcohol ever. Oh, and throw in a bottle of Pink Whitney. That was also bought for me. That's sick. And Josh, how did you <laughs> Josh, how did you put this tower of White Claws into your car when you were leaving? Well, that was the thing. I actually took it apart. It was legit, uh, just like taped. I, I know. I tried to fit it, but the ball comes <laughs> in there, and I'm like, if I slam on the brakes right now, or if I get pulled over by a cop, like, <laughs> it's not gonna look good. Like, I'm what is zero, but it's yeah. not gonna look good. That's what is that? That's, that's a white claw cake. <laughs> I'm a big like. Uh, I'm a big contingency guy when it comes to gifts. Like if that if I was the one giving you that cake, I'd say like, dude, I need to see you put this in your car as a cake, yeah. or else I'm taking it back. Like it needs to happen. Yeah. Part of the gift. You know what yeah, we should do? Right. For for Josh's next birthday, we should actually go to like a proper bakery and get him a white claw cake. That'd be like, like, an, that, actual, like, like an actual cake, like a, but like all the white claws are like just like made of like what is it, fondant, I think it's called. Yeah. And then just yeah. like have it like stacked super high like, and everything like, like that. That'd be sick. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like That's a white claw sick. cake to go with his white claw cake. That'd be dope. Yeah. Write that down. <laughs> That's an idea. Yeah, it's an idea. That's a good good use of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that <laughs> Fellas, what else is going on? Um, oh, did we have enough? Let's hear it. I'm getting vaxxed, boys. Hey, oh. this one is getting vaxxed. There you go. Hey, that's the one, last piece of the puzzle. PM. I'm pumped. Nice. You I ready for it? Wait to go and get poked, huh? You ready for it? You nervous? Yeah, I, I hope I get Johnson and Johnson. Not <laughs> you don't get AZ. <laughs> Good old oh, AZ. Dude, like, I will tell you now, get ready for your arm to get fucking sore. Yeah, dude, everyone says that. And then, you know what, boys? I'll probably be golfing the next day. Because mama didn't raise no bitch. Just make That's sure right. make sure after you get it, just like like roll it out a couple of times. Like stretch it because it will fucking, it's oh, not fun. Oh, don't worry. I'm a southpaw raff and I use a good name. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're not a guy to uh, to turn down a challenge by any means. <laughs> okay, so, so listen, there's been a, there's been a good... Uh, uh, congrats on your vax appointment. I'm excited for you. Thanks, um, buddy. No problem. 
there's been some good comments in the in the chat already, and I think we do need to address this. Uh, first of all, shout out Swishers, Jake Amps, uh, person that's always late, shitty tennis player, but he does mention, uh, Josh, are you hot or cold, dude? No one, <laughs> no one knows. Like, for, for do you know what they mean? The Josh? audio podcast, yeah, right, real quick. Josh is wearing it to you. Jordan, it's called, it's called style, dude. I'm wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> and your your mom is also in the Facebook chat right now saying which vaccination. Michelle, oh. he's not allowed to know that. You're not allowed to know <laughs> what shot you're getting before you go. If he did know that, I wouldn't let him on his, on this show right now. Dude, um did you realize he, he, that? This guy deserves to get AZ for sure. Did you realize that when you got the vaccination? Don't you think it's kind of weird how it's like they don't tell you what vaccination you're getting, they just like put it in you and then they give you a card that says what vaccination it is? Oh, I got told before I had it. Oh, you did? No, dude. Yeah, for me, yeah. it's just like needle in my arm, and then they handed me my card, and it just said Pfizer okay. on it. No, I, <laughs> I was I like, was oh, actually, thank God. I was actually reading this, rap, and the BC government has to tell you if you're not getting Pfizer beforehand. Oh, really? So, so you know, really? so if you're not getting Pfizer, you'll find out before your appointment. So whether you're getting uh, Moder- Moderna and, yeah, uh, yeah. and or AstraZeneca. So yeah. Fingers crossed for Pfizer. Haven't checked that out in a while, so uh, I'm pumped. What if they just poke you and then you just get the card and it just says J and J? No warning. He'd be he'd be fully vaxxed, though. That's a flex, right? He there. would be fully vaxxed, but also like wait, uh, wait, what's the thing on Johnson and Johnson? Are they saying you only have to get it once? Yeah, yeah, it's a one shot, but it's a lower efficacy rate. It's like eighty five percent, I think. Yeah, but whereas like still, still a good Pfizer's shot. like what ninety three or something, I think. Like uh, I, I think even a little higher. I, I yeah. thought it was like 97, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, Josh, uh, I, I always love your outfit choices for the podcast because I know you're a stylish guy, but I like how you don't always like, you know, drive <laughs> hard for me. You just make sure you know how important I actually am. That's fair. <laughs> dude, you're, you're lucky I showed up here fucking with pants on, dude. I've got my dumb shower <laughs> shorts on right now. <laughs> dude, you wear pants to podcast? <laughs> yeah, what a loser, dude. It's, yeah. like, it's like all those like frat photos and everything like that when the guys are showing up to get their, uh, what's it called? Their, frat- their fraternity photos for like a giant board or whatever. And everyone just like wears like dress shirt and suit jacket up here. And then below that's just boxers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's or, all of us I'll, right now. I've always loved the uh, like the khaki short look. We did that yeah, one yeah. time. We, we did that at my uh, at my athletic banquet in university one time. We like me and a couple friends. We wore like dress shirts tucked in with a belt, and then like cargo shorts. But that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so sick. Yeah. Boys, I I think this might actually be the summer. So there's we had summer vibes written down the outline. I want to describe to you guys summer vibes. Okay, the first one is tennis. You guys have been ripping tennis. I haven't played once this year, oh, yeah. but I'm still down. And my competitive side will come out, and I will get better. I know that. That's uh, good. The second thing is, is can we all get boating shirts and wear those with cargo shorts? That is one boating thing shirts. I want to do. Like Top Nautica? Ten. Yeah. Like a boating like, shirt. Like almost like when you're on like a motorboat, like almost like dad boating shirts, you know, like open. Are like, they polos? Or are they, or are they full down buttons? Like button ups. And- <laughs> okay. It's just open, and you just have everything hanging out there, unbuttoned fully. Yeah, I want we're that talk- to be our thing. We're talking like Miami, like Miami Bay, but you're 45 years old, and you're like super tan. You're always out in the sun, unbuttoned. Yeah, yeah. I have tons of those shirts. I am ready, dude. Let's go thrift shopping. I'm ready if we yeah. need to go buy some. Dude, we'll put it under the company it. card, bro. Can we also make this the summer of like Hawaiian shirts somehow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fucking that dope. That was the word. Hawaiian shirts. That's what Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. I've got a few of those in the closet right now. Like, I could just throw those on and we'll be good to go. I, I actually think that, like, 
a Hawaiian shirt, like for my body type right now, like the dad bod extreme where there's like rolls and like not a, not a genuine summer bod. I yeah. actually think that button downs are like a good look because if you're at all trying to go for like the, just in the sun, having a fun time, you look like a fun guy when you're like a little tubby with a button down. Yeah. Wide, yeah. wide open. Elijah. Yeah. Were you, What's were up? you there the night when I think it was like me, Dan, Cam, and I think Ryan went to shameful tiki room. And we all just wore like Hawaiian button-up shirts and everything, and just got fucked up off fish bowls. Yeah, I, th- I was. I like joined you guys late for that night. I remember yeah. you guys got, getting wild, dude. That was it's a fucking legendary night. We'll talk about that one time when we bring Dan on or something. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I got I got a little update for you guys. So last episode, I explained how my girlfriend was the victim of a target attack. Um, it was one that didn't make the news because the news is fucked. But she got egged, and my car got egged as a consequence. Uh, I still have not cleaned my car. And so there's distinguishable streaks out there. I'm kind of looking for some advice on what my best approach is here. Am I? Do you think an automatic car wash will take care of this? Because I don't want to get hands-on with it. Do it sooner rather than later. It's like tree sap. The longer you let it stick, the harder it is to get off. But don't you think like I've I've already like scaled past what it's going to be? Like it's, it's oh, no. maxed out, max no. level? Okay. No. Well, here's, here's my <laughs> no. idea. We're expecting rain the next couple of days, so... Oh, hey, Josh, you know my vibe. You know my money-saving vibe right there. Fucking free car wash by nature, baby. Should I throw some Dawn on there before it rains? Yeah, (laughs) some Dawn. I thought about a fucked-up prank to do to someone. What if I just, like... That makes sense. I mean, it's a dish soap, and there's food on your windshield, so I feel like Dawn would be a good solution. (laughs) Hey, Dawn and the grease is gone, dude. If they're looking for an ad right now, I can go go do a nature car wash, right? (laughs) That'd be sick. I thought of a fucked up prank though. What if I like, like cracked an egg on someone's car, like in a like hidden area, and then just let it like, you know, like get gross on the outside, and they'd be like, "Why does my car smell like absolute dicks right now?" And they'd where never would go you, to find it. Where would you do it? Like the wheel well or the exhaust pipe. I'm in the sure exhaust would be a good pipe. one. Oh, yeah. on the outside of the exhaust, because like yeah. inside might be. I feel like that's a bit dangerous. I don't know. Yeah, it is because carbon monoxide goes into the car and might kill the person so you could <laughs> you find it well like close friends is dead found an egg in the exhaust pipe it, it got hard boiled by the smoke uh-oh whoops <laughs> fucked up my bad <laughs> cops come to watch uh, and they're like did you do this and like, yeah but it was over easy so it's all good don't worry about it <laughs> oh brie is telling this fucked up story in the in the twitch chat she says I saw his post about this girl who got a divorce and her cheating husband got to keep the house. And so apparently what she did, she put tuna in the curtain rods. How fucked is that? You would dude? never find that. Never. He's a guy, dude. He's not smart enough to pinpoint that smell. No. Are you kidding me? Dude, that's like before he cheats on steroids from Carrie Underwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <we're... laughs> like, who gives a she shit talks... about slashing tires, dude? I'm yeah. tuning your fucking curtain rods. <laughs> dude, that guy that that guy definitely knew that he was like his ex-wife was probably like a little bit creative and he was waiting. He's like, oh, well, my car, like it's not egg. It's not the windows aren't smashed. The tires are fine. I'm great. And yeah. then, dude, little as you know, that's worse than an upper decker. That's like the household upper decker right there. That Shit. sucks. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Anything else going on here, guys? Uh, I, I actually got a question for you guys. I want some help. This is for the chat. This is for the podcast listeners. I need you to interact with me and help me out. I This summer, I've noticed a theme with myself. I want to do things that like I've never done before. It doesn't have to be huge, extravagant things. But 
I just want to do like daily activities that I've never done before. Do you guys have any ideas? I think I've done, uh, I've done a lot of activities. Things. You don't yeah. wait. You don't like heights, do you? Ah, uh, like not really, but I can. I don't like hanging out up top. I can like jump out of a plane if you're trying to say skydiving, but that's yeah, that's, that's like a pretty good one. Dude, I'm 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 trying to think if fuck boys, that would be some sick content. We can discuss this after the show. But if we could somehow get the stick and rink boys up in the air jumping out of a plane, <laughs> no fucking chance. Dude, we should <laughs> no You wouldn't way. do it? No, I hate heights. I do too. Yeah. I fucking I look I dude, nowadays my height my my actual fear of heights has been changed like ramped up a lot lately yeah. i literally drive by tall apartment buildings and i tell megan i'm like we're never living one of those ever no like if it i i won't do it yeah <laughs> like you can't no force chance you, you could no. gift me an apartment on the 15th floor i'm not living in it <laughs> is, there, is there a certain floor that you like let's just yeah. say I'm like elijah i'm gonna give you a million dollar apartment but you have to live above the 10th floor are you doing that i i've actually thought of this like it's funny i think seven eight that'd be fine yeah. i don't even know for sure but i like if you put me on the 10th floor i would know immediately just looking at the visuals if i could do it <laughs> i i just i would know like if it's and oh i, I don't even oh, i just it makes me fucking cringe just thinking really? about it. I, like if you throw the number if you throw out like 27 at me you uh-uh <laughs> that's a, that's a non-negotiable <laughs> like there's no chance what happens when you're a big successful businessman with an office and a view and you're on the 52nd floor then what i'm just gonna be a social weirdo and like still rent a basement for sure yeah. <laughs> i'll like own the house go. but i'll be like you guys live upstairs i want the dungeon yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna go to the ceo and you're like can i have back my cubicle please i'm getting busy <laughs> <laughs> i don't like the windows dude i can see everything out there it's not good yeah but no that's a great yeah. idea stick and ring skydiving no Fuck yeah yeah, you, guys can, you guys can pay for that. I there's no fucking way I'm getting on that plane. Josh, have you done it before? Yes, I've been in Vegas. And to put you guys at ease, um, I'll tell the story quickly because I know we got to move on to sports and stuff because we are a sports podcast. That's so right. when I was in Vegas, we had gotten picked up off the strip, and they're like, "Okay, everyone, like, watch this instructional video. We're gonna drive to the airstrip, and then we're gonna go." So my dad fucking falls asleep course doesn't doesn't watch the instructional video my stepmom is really into it and she's getting scared because there's demonstrations of how you're jumping out of a plane and Mm -hmm. then as the video was playing there are waivers going around saying in the chance that you die you can't sue the company because you're (laughs) essentially taking your life into your own hands and my my stepmom is literally reading every single line of this waiver and she's scaring the shit out of herself and i'm sitting there going going to her being carol why why are you reading this right now you're you're gonna psych yourself out just just sign it and let's just be done um and my dad same thing wakes up from a nap signs it doesn't even read it just moves it along (laughs) so so that's, (laughs) that's incredible dude so then i'm you have a guide obviously attached to you who pulls the shoe. You don't have to do anything. You literally roll out of an airplane and that's yeah. it. And then, and then once you're, once you're in the air, there's no going back. Anyways, I asked my guy just being like, Hey man, you know, how many, uh, how many jumps have you done? And what did you do before this guy says to me? Yeah, I was in the Marine Corps and he's like, I probably got over 2000 jumps underneath my belt. And I'm like, 
okay, I'm good. Let's go. You know, yeah, it, yeah. it put me at ease. You know, it's not yeah. people always think about skydiving, like you're gonna have to do everything, dude. You don't do shit, man. There's a guy behind you and you're literally just falling in the air. That's gotta be the most like yeah i mean like people could justify it easily and say like dude driving is way more dangerous that's always the example everyone uses but in that instance josh like do you think there's ever a world where a guy who's doing like his first jump with someone else is like yeah it's my first one dude i if i'm the instructor i'm telling everyone that marine corps story even on my first one i'm like bro i was in the marine corps i'm only 25 but i've done 1200 jumps but the interesting the interesting thing, though, is that for that story, for you to be afraid, you have to be afraid of like inexperience or something going wrong with like the actual, yeah. uh, the actual jump and like the actual per- person performing the jump. For a person like me, that's not necessarily the case. The case is that I just don't fucking like heights. Yeah, that's so right. like if you yeah, if you if I look at how far up I'm up, if I look at how far up I am, and you're like that's three kilometers or like that's six kilometers up in the air, for example, obviously not accurate at all. But like, I'm just as scared either way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let like, me let me tell you. Like, I, I don't think people that aren't afraid of heights look down and say like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" I think everyone's like quite shook in that plane. But the the Duh. thing is, once you're in the air, like there's I don't know how, how long are you are you free falling for for like thirty seconds or something like that. Oh, <laughs> what, dude? I was it, was it not that long. <laughs> I, I how long did you free fall for it? Isn't it like a couple minutes? Dude, I I can't remember, man. That's the thing. Been, <laughs> but no, no. But the thing is, though, is your adrenaline is fucking crazy. Yeah, seriously. What, and and the way that it goes is your guide doesn't actually let you have a second. At least that's what happened to me. So basically, the way that it went is you're on a bench, and then you have one leg on each side of the bench, and you're straddling it, and you're not actually standing. Then this gate opens up on the side of the plane. And your guy just literally just manhandles you with all of his power, throws you in the door, and then you do feet underneath the plane. He's like, feet underneath? Okay, let's go. Like, he doesn't give you a second to, like, look. Because you're going to freeze. You're going to freeze. Like, you... I'm not going to lie, dude. I was... From the moment that door opened, I probably had... I was the first one out of the plane, which is even scarier. Um, That's sick, though. Yeah, it was nuts. The view is just dope, because you don't have anybody else flying in front of you. Exactly. Yeah. Um... And I had less than 10 seconds from the moment that door opened. And yeah. we were climbing oh, for probably, geez. we were on like a 15 minute flight in the air. Holy shit, dude. I'm like losing, I'm and, losing like my breath just talking about this. And you just, and you just keep, and you just keep climbing and you're sitting yeah. there and you're wondering to yourself, okay, this is a good height. I'm, I'm good to jump now. I'm good to jump. Yeah, yeah. Just keep going higher. <laughs> just going. And then all of a sudden the door opens and you're just, oh, it's happening. Dude, I looked it up. It is for ten. If you're ten thousand feet in the air, it's about thirty seconds of free fall. And then for every four thousand feet you go above that, it's an additional thirty seconds. Jesus Christ, dude! That's sick. Oh, I I actually think like the free fall is not the scariest part, right? Like, (laughs) dude, the free free, no, the first couple minutes or the first two to five seconds of the airplane is fucking scary because you're somersaulting. You, you uh, yeah. So you don't yeah. actually know. Like when I flipped out of the plane, I completely inverted myself for a second where my body, like my chest, is facing the sky and I'm looking at the airplane as I'm falling. That was oh scary. my god. When you're looking Dude. at the ground, it's actually a lot more settling because you know you're like, okay, I know where I'm at. I'm level now. Yeah. 
you know, <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden, as you're free falling, you're just looking around. You're looking at the skyline. I could see all of Vegas. It was so cool, dude. It was so cool. Yeah. It sounds yeah. badass. Like I know I'm gonna do it one day, but it's just terrifying to think about. I have a video. Um, I'll see if I can send it over to you guys. Okay, yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's move on, guys. Uh, we'll catch up some more in a little bit. But uh, so, like Josh alluded to, we are a hockey podcast. We're a sports podcast of now, and we are. We're gonna dive into some fucking NHL stuff here. It's it's the best time of year, guys. It's the NHL playoffs, the most exciting times. Um, where we're at right now, yeah, yeah, we are a Canucks podcast. So the Canucks are currently playing their third last game against the Flames. They're down one nothing. So um, I've already buried the Canucks in my mind. They're six feet under until next year. I really don't acknowledge what's going on at all. I'm not Team Tank. I'm still Team Win. If you're wondering, so fuck you if you want to ask about that. But Josh and Raf, let's talk about let's talk about some of the, some of the playoffs that are going on. Do how do we want to start this? I know we want to go over our picks for the year, or sorry for the the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start with that? Um, or do we want to wrap with that? Where do we want to do that? Why Why don't we? The one honestly, I barely even I haven't watched one game yet. Um, to yeah. be honest, the the one thing I will say though is, boys, lots of overtime games and yes. low scoring games. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure today we had two one nothings, did we not? Or no, it was uh, one. I think two it was OT one. games, one one nothing, and the I think the New York end. Yeah, I think that one was three. four three or three two. Yeah, so four, I mean very evenly matched, and and we knew this was gonna come. I mean you're still playing within your division. There's no cross play between teams that you haven't seen. So the first round is gonna be a very interesting one. I think that's where. A lot of upsets are going to happen, I would say, yeah. because it, it's just you you've played each other so much. And if you you know what the teams look like, you know what <clears throat> roster they have, you've been playing them all year. So, you know, I think that's something to obviously consider. But, yeah, I mean, in terms of the first round, that's kind of all I had. The one first round matchup I'm pumped about is Tampa Bay and Florida. That is awesome. Yeah. So. Much like you, I haven't watched a ton of the game. I haven't watched. I've only watched one game so far, and it was it was parts of it. I watched the Florida Tampa Bay game almost all the third period and little bits and pieces here and there. Um, I I want to go and say without having watched the other ones, best series of the playoffs so far. It, it's been tabbed the most entertaining, I would say so far. Like it was a, it was a five four game today. There were multiple lead changes. Like it starts. It looks like there's one, two, three five different lead changes throughout the entire thing. Right. So, and, and goalies funny enough in a five, four game, the goalies actually played outstanding from, from the game, from the parts that I watched huge saves on either side. Yeah. Uh, and it's the best part guys. It is physical playoff hockey. Each there is a scrum after every third period whistle. There were huge hits being laid out by everyone and minimum penalties too. Like we call it like there's four or seven penalties total in the game. In regular season hockey, there probably would have been fifteen. Like it was, I, I yeah. don't know. I like this kind of hockey. I, I I like that, and I was looking at the points that you had made in the outline before we started to record. E and I'm very interested in this match. I'm not just this year, but going forward, because when you think about both of these teams, Tampa Bay has been pretty dominant in the last four to five years, I would say, and yeah. the Panthers have never really done anything probably since like the late 90s i'm pretty sure when they actually had a pretty good team um yeah 
And these teams have never actually had a rivalry, and this should be one. It's the Battle of Florida. Like, they play in the same state, and no one really gives a shit when they play each other. You know, should this yeah. not be kind of a new a new era of hockey rivalry? Like, this is what should sell in Florida. This is what you want. You know, totally. two teams and creating rivalries in the state, because when you, you barely get that, especially in the southeast part of the U.S., where hockey is not popular, like, at yeah. all. You know? This the the Florida the Florida I don't know I don't know what to call, what are people calling it the sun, sun sunshine series or like because it's not the Florida series no like but the sunshine series I like that I mean it it is the sunshine no it's not the sunshine state is it no where's the what is the sunshine state uh, uh, uh yeah it is it is Florida I just looked it up Florida. okay yeah all right I so like that. there you go this we got the sunshine series going on and I agree if if hockey wants to succeed in the sunshine state. Then you need you need a good series like this and a good rivalry to build up, and it, I think it's there, dude. Like the the amount of hate that's going on so far, and the amount of competitiveness in this series is huge. It's it's like I said, it takes the cake for most entertaining so far. Um, I will say, like the vibe of this the game, Florida and Tampa. What when I was watching it is, you know, Florida had a third period lead, four three, and they were playing well. They're still playing high pace, high intensity, still going for it offensively. But yeah. there was just this kind of the amount of chances that they were giving up and the amount of chances that Tampa Bay was creating in the last 15 minutes of a one a one goal game. That really showed me that I don't know if Florida is capable of winning this series, because mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, man, the experience of Tampa, even if you're going to play shutdown D, I still think they have the ability to come back. But if you're going to play open style hockey with a one goal game or a one goal lead, I I, I don't see much of a hope for you there. Mm-hmm. that's just that's yeah. my take on it so far and i it's funny because we'll talk about this but florida was my pick in our predictor but i mean after watching it i i think i quickly regret that yeah i mean whenever you have you know a defending stanley cup champion going up against a team that has little to zero experience in the playoffs uh especially with the young team that they do have it, it's hard to not take Tampa Bay. Do I think the Panthers are going to make it competitive? Absolutely, I do. Uh, they are a good team. And they have, in my opinion, a good probably four to five years ahead of them. Um, mm-hmm. But, dude, Tampa, man, they're, like I said, defending Stanley Cup champs. They've got a lot of unreal players that are still very effective. You know, Kutrov is back, and we'll touch on that in a sec. You still have Vasilevsky, you still have Hedman, you still have Stamkos, you still have Braden, like Braden Point. You know, you still have all of these pieces that are proven players on, on the biggest stages, whether that's the Olympics or in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So it's it's hard to not take Tampa. Yeah. But uh, Florida, holy shit, man, they're, they're a really good team. They are a really, really good team. Yeah. So the way this, I'll, I'll explain really quick, just so you're up to date on how this series ended today or how the game ended. So Florida one goal lead, 50 minutes to go in the third. Um, Sam Bennett takes a penalty, I would say, with seven minutes, eight minutes left. Typical and Sam. yeah, yeah, <laughs> typical Sam Bennett. But he's actually playing beast over at Florida. You gotta, you gotta be mad. You got rid of him. And yeah. side note, literally live breaking news: Yona Gadjevich is trying to beat the living wheels off this Calgary guy. I can't tell who it is. I think it's Hanif. No, it's it's Mackie. Who's Mackie? Connor Mackie? Are you so Bella Mackie? No, it's it's Matt. This guy's name's Mackie. M A C K E Y. Oh. Maybe a new guy. Connor Mackie, I think. Interesting. Maybe. I just ma- I made that up. I'm glad you agreed with me. Yeah. Um. So back to the game. So 
Sam Bennett takes a penalty. Kucherov scores his... No, sorry. Kucherov assists on a Braden Point power play goal. Kucherov already had two power play goals in the game, so that's their third power play goal as a team. And they are absolutely like snapping it around on the power play. Easy goal. And then a minute and 12 seconds left in the game. Braden Point gets a breakaway. They spring him on a breakaway, and he, t- and he pretty much wins the game there. That's That was just like... I, I summed it up pretty quick, but like just watching that, you could see those plays happening. And you're like, oh, no, like Florida... You, you, this is a big game to win, man. So, I don't know. Tough to watch. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it just comes down to experience. But, you know, judging by what you just said in a 15-second synopsis, Florida needs to stay out of the box. When you're going up against a team like Tampa, yeah. you can't you can't afford to to be down a guy with a power play that they have. That, it, that's just, know. you know, obviously yeah. penalties are going to happen, but make sure they're good penalties. You know, if you're taking roughing calls or boarding calls or all that shit, in the Stanley Cup playoffs in the third period when you're up by one, you know Tampa's going to have a go. You know they're going to have, like, they're going to be throwing out all their big names onto the ice, and that's just, you know, something that can happen. Yeah, definitely. Special teams were the difference there. Uh, Like you touched on the Kucherov situation real quick. So it's it's a little bit of a buzz on Twitter right now. It's a little bit of a buzz in the hockey world. Um, The the situation, Kucherov's been out all year with hip surgery recovery. And he comes back for game one of the playoffs. He's absolutely playing lights out. It kind of reminds me. I know he definitely had surgery and he like he, definitely a legitimate injury, but it almost reminds me of the load management uh, controversy in, in, in basketball where, you know, coaches very obviously sit out their star players just to get rest and just to make sure that they're primed for playoff time. And it really diminishes the value of the regular season. Um, but basically, people are more pissed about the hockey one because it, they really danced their way around the salary cap. Um, there was no way in hell they would have been able to fit Kucherov's like nine whatever million dollar cap at, under the salary yeah. and on that team. So, I mean, Vancouver fans, we're out here super pissed because we got a Luongo recapture penalty because that bullshit that Mike Gillis did that was totally in the rules. And now here we are, someone else circumventing the cap and no punishment. Yeah. So, any take on it, Josh? Are you pissed? Do you do you not do you like it? Do you like the a little slithering in them. Well, you know what? What I will say is uh, the Tampa Bay management definitely has some Formula One sliminess in them, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And there was a line in that show, Drive to Survive, from the team principal of McLaren. Or no, from, uh, I guess it was from Racing Point, when they kind of got dinged for copying Mercedes' car. And all they said, all the guy said was, people are pissed because they didn't think of it first. You're the first one through the wall, man. It's always going to get bloody. That's the way it always goes. Yeah. You know, like, in my opinion, Tampa Bay is a trailblazer for doing that. I would say. Yeah. Sense. I mean, do we like it? No, especially if your team is, um, you know, having salary cap issues like Vancouver is. But, mm-hmm. hey, it's within the rules. You're You're allowed to do it. So why not? Yeah, in terms of paving the way and stuff like that, I think the only difference with this is is just like the managers in in the kind of 2007 to 2010 or 13, whenever the rules changed, those contracts that they were signing players to, they were all doing it. And and the rules were going to change eventually, and they did. And then people are kind of, you know, they they instituted new rules that kind of boned over those people that use those contracts. So I wonder, just kind of given the way that this works right now. I don't think this something isn't really that you can penalize for that. You can definitely put in 
a rule that stops teams from doing this. I don't know what it would be like. I don't know how to dance around that, but I think it'll be hard to retroactively penalize people because it's not a long-term thing they're doing, but so either way, you're, clear, you're right. Though, what did Tampa Bay do? So I know that obviously Kucherov missed the entire year this year, yeah. correct? Yeah. And he was on LTIR. He had hip surgery. And then, so, and then they just activated him off the LTIR once For game the salary one. cap expanded. Well, yeah, because the salary cap just completely goes away during playoff time. Right. Like, it's, yeah, so as long as you have I, – I, I'm are not people, probably explaining it with pissed, every wrinkle in there. Are people pissed about this because they don't think it's a coincidence? Yeah, exactly. Like, they they, they think that at that point – and just I, – I don't think they, they're mad that they think he was consciously sat out until the playoffs because, you know, he probably was, and that's, like, that's no secret. I think they're mad that they're, like – by come playoff time, they're like plenty over the salary cap, and they're like, and that's like, like a much? huge ad- like nine million well, bucks, like Kucherov's contract yeah. over the salary cap. I, I I imagine it would be something like that. Yeah, I haven't yeah. looked at it, but it's huge amounts. And yeah, I think people are just choked because you know people like to be choked. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. you can't if if you're basing off of anything saying that it's not a coincidence. You don't. You can't find proof, dude. You can't find proof unless you're in that office. So, all, yeah. all the allegations saying that Tampa Bay did this on purpose is pretty much groundless because no one from that organization is going to admit to doing it. It's all just pure speculation. You can totally. investigate it all you want, and the league can do it, but also at the same time, like you said, there's no rule involved saying that you can't do it. So, I think people are, probably, yeah, people are just pissed because. Tampa Bay now is most likely going to be the favorite. And I think people are even more pissed off because the fact that Tampa Bay was still dominant pretty much this entire season without their best player pisses them off even more. And what I will say to those people is fucking dude, it's not your, it's not their fault that your team fucking sucks. Our team included. So there's not much else you can say about it. Really, the Leafs need to take a page out of their book because they draft just as well. Yeah, but they just can't. They can't hold on to anyone because they got dude, <laughs> so much money tied up. Leave, why didn't they just leave William Nylander's contract out of it? Fucking sign him. Have some fucking Toronto mafioso just go, you know, hit him with a fucking baseball bat and bring him on playoff time. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, or just claim that he's uh, claim that he's bone bruise, bone bruise, dude. It hurts. There's yeah, a bruise exactly. right there, and it's all the way to the bone. That shit hurts. Um. <laughs> Who's okay? We got a question in the chat. Who's the biggest target in the offseason for the Canucks? Um, that's an interesting question. I haven't really, I have taken zero, I know Josh has as well, taken zero time to look at free agent classes to look at any of that because I don't think that I, I, I'm kind of, I'm out here saying that I don't think the Canucks need many changes. I think there's going to be a ton. I think I, I'm looking at this right now. Calgary's up four nothing right now. Um, the, Calgary's up the four end- right now. Yeah, they scored three goals in like however, like five minutes or something like that. Um, this is not looking good for Travis Green at this point. I, I'm not confident that he'll be back at this point. I, I've, I'll get all my points out here real quick and I'll let you talk, Josh. Okay. I don't think Jimbo will go, or sorry, I don't think he should go, but he will go. I don't think Travis Green should go, but he will go. I don't think the Canucks really need to add much other than an Alex Edler most likely replacement if he doesn't come back. Another five, six defenseman, and maybe a bottom six forward. I actually don't hate our bottom six like a lot of people do. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's the way this offseason is going to go. Josh, do you think any differently to answer his question? 
mean, I think I'll, I'll kind of dance around this question just because I'm not even thinking about UFAs until you fucking sign Pedersen and Hughes. Get those deals done and get them done fast before the free agent frenzy, before you fucking sign a UFA and then you're even strapped for more cash. So that's that's my number one thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's a good. Uh, on, that's, honestly, yeah, that is priority that, number one. That that's my priority. If if people are going to talk about UFAs, why are we talking about issuing more money that we don't already have when our two stars aren't even signed yet? Yeah, that'll be interesting contracts when they come up too. We'll see. That'll be fun. Now, just briefly touching on that though, do you think it's in favor of Pedersen and Hughes to have a new GM negotiate their contracts with them, or do you think it's better if Jimbo stays in the end? And they have him do it. Uh, yeah. From, so from whose perspective? From the players, from the fans, from, from ownership? From, like, mm, I would say from Pedersen and Hughes. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's their money. Yeah, I would say it's probably... They probably want to negotiate with, with Jimbo. Because they know... The, the, a very small part of their negotiation is the fact that Jim Benning does not have the fans on his side right now. He's mm -hmm. kind of pressured to make, you know, make the right moves. And that kind of gives them a bit more negotiating power, I would say. I, I think they both want to stay. I don't think they're looking for ways out. But in terms no. of getting themselves more money, I think if a new guy comes in, he's going he's gonna to come in with his own plan completely. And not to say they won't be a part of that, but I think he, that's, there's more likely of a chance that he's going to come in and play a bit of hardball. Do you think that uh, any team pulls, like, um, do you think any team pulls a Montreal Canadiens on the Sebastian Ajo? And give them an offer sheet because they know That's, that the Canucks are cap strapped and front loads that, the deal because they know that we're still taking on money for the next couple of years. It's you're actually a genius, dude. Like you, if the only thing that's going to stop that is COVID, I think the flat cap, I think, yeah. you know, if it, which is hilarious, dude, you got this huge new TV deal. If COVID didn't happen, man, I think the cap's going up big time. And yeah. then I think, I think shit like that's happening, dude. Yeah. But now we're here and like draft picks are going to be ever more important because of, you know, not being able to spend money, like you said. So I think that's the only deterrent, but I think, you, I think you were definitely onto something and we, you could still be, I, I think there's still a chance Yeah. because especially like, dude, if we get a new GM and like I said, maybe hardballs, man, that could be, that could be a fucked up situation, Josh. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'm down with that. Okay. Uh, we're going to, anyway. we're going to wrap up this hockey talk. I'm going to go over two things. I'm going to go over mine and Josh's playoff predictions when it comes to, I'm just going to quickly sum it up. Yeah. Um, and Josh, this will be funny too, because I think you and I are going to like, we almost like forget the predictions you make when you do these little, uh, like pickums. I'm going to write them down. Well, like the funny part is like, as the playoffs go on, like I are, I'm already bailing on Florida. Like I was so confident when I chose Florida, I'm already out, dude, I'm already selling my shares low on them. Um, <laughs> but here we go. So, okay. So I'm going to go over Josh's picks. How, how should I do this? Should I do one person all at once? No, let's just do match up who each person chose. Okay, done. So first matchup, Toronto, Montreal. We both have Toronto. Josh has them. Let's see, which one are you, Josh? Uh, Josh has them in six. I have Toronto in five. Uh, then we go to Edmonton. Josh, I have Edmonton in, what do I have? I have Edmonton in six. You have Edmonton in seven. Not really any disagreement there. Not many, any disparity. Um, no. You're going to like, you're going to like the way I go with Edmonton though. You're going to, you're going to be laughing your ass off here. Um, so then we go back to we go back to Josh here. We're going over to the East with Pittsburgh. He's got Pittsburgh beating New York in six games. I've got Pittsburgh beating New York in seven games. 
And then going over the Washington series, Josh, I have Washington in six. You also have Washington in six. So we are just two peas in a pod right now. We're stroking yeah. each other off. Um, really great podcast material. Hey, we just first, completely. <laughs> first time in a while that you and I have agreed on this many things in such a short period of time. Oh, for, maybe first time ever that we've agreed this far into a sports conversation, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, moving over to the to the central division here. So, Josh, you have Carolina happening in this is you still. Yeah, Carolina in 6 and Tampa in 7. I've got Carolina in 4 and Florida in 6, which I said already. I already have a limp dick about that pick. I'm wait, not confident wait, at all. Did you pick Florida in? I picked Florida in 6. <laughs> And you picked Tampa in seven. Okay, okay, Mister Dude, you chose Tampa in seven. That means you expect Tampa to lose three games still. Dude, I that's said a, that's tough. That Florida was going to make it interesting. I didn't yeah. say it was going to be a walk. I'm just saying that Tampa Bay is better. Yeah, and Raph, you should be you should be paying attention, like who's going which way with this, because once we introduce the next part of this conversation, the survivor picks, this could be some good insight as to where you'll always want to fade, Josh. Um. <laughs> Okay, what's the last one? The last one's the West Division, Josh. So you have Colorado in – you got Colorado in four. That's your one sweep, and you got Vegas in five. So I've got Colorado in five, and I've got Minnesota in seven. Coming out, beating the Golden Knights. Y'all fucked up, Golden Knights, and I'm already out to the lead on that one, Josh. I'm up one dick on you there. I know. What did you have Colorado in? Six? I had Colorado in five. You had them in four. Let's go. Interesting, baby. interesting talk there, Josh. Um, real quickly, should I sum up the way the rest is going here? Why don't Why don't just I just? Go. I'll just go cup winner here. Yeah. Who's your cup winner? I think I've got Colorado. You got Colorado doing it. I, I actually don't know how to move the screen to that part. Oh, click to view semifinals. There. You, yeah, you have Colorado winning the Stanley Cup champion. Who, who are they playing? The you have them against Pittsburgh, and you have. Oh, you have 32 goals being scored. Hey? Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia, baby. The battle Cole Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> good choice. Hey, you got it. That's always good to have a theme to your picks there. That's yeah. good. Uh, Josh, do you want to hear my picks? Oh, God. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> do you have four winning the cup? Fuck no, dude. I'm not bailing out on that ship that quick. Um, Carolina? I've, I've got the Edmonton Oilers winning the Stanley Cup champion this year. I've got them beating the Washington Capitals and, and the capitals in the stanley cup final oh, and that's man. that folks <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles now if if you've ever made this dude i feel like i'm buying a lottery ticket right now to be honest like it's oh dude, I feel boy like you're buying a one-way ticket on the fucking titanic right now holy fuck yeah <laughs> and you know what people are wondering why do, why the fuck do we just breeze over like six series like that i think the way we're going to do these hockey shows is we're i don't want to talk about hockey every series for this entire show I think what we'll do is every episode we do, we'll talk about what's hot, man. I mean, if the, if the Nashville Carolina series is popping, we're going to talk a lot about that, why our picks are the way they are. Mm -hmm. I would say, Josh, for the Edmonton thing and Raph, like, so the way my mind was working, man, I was going up and every time that I would look at McDavid playing someone, like the first one was, was Edmonton versus Toronto. And like, obviously, I think that's Josh where you probably went different, right? You went Toronto? Uh, you did, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. took Toronto over Edmonton. Yeah, see, so right there, I also was thinking that, obviously. And then I was like, wait a sec. McDavid just had 100-plus points in 56 fucking games. This guy's a man on a mission. So if this happened to me every time McDavid was up against someone, I couldn't go against him. I couldn't do it. He played Colorado. Yeah. He's going to shit on Colorado. Yeah. He's going to shit on Austin Matthews. 
dude, the, the one thing I will say is um, you, oh, man, I, I don't know, dude. The, my one thing is not anyone that says that the Oilers don't have depth, and I'm pretty sure I've said it before. Sure, sure, you don't have depth, but you have Connor fucking McDavid. So that's two lines put into one right there. So technically, yeah. all you need is bottom six. You don't need this. You don't need a fourth line. Yeah, that's number seriously. one. I'm I'm just not sold on goaltending, dude. Goaltending, you need goaltending. You mm-hmm. need a goaltender like what the Vegas Knights have, Mark Andre Fleury, making the playoffs for 15 consecutive years. What a stat, dude! What a stat! 15 years, dude. This that's guy was insane. drafted in 03. And we're 2021 oh now? That's fucked. That's fucking ludicrous. Wrap so, your mic slow, by the way. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I can barely hear you. Yeah, I can barely hear you. And it's a good it's a good thing, too, because Calgary just scored again, and I'm feeling just the way Raph sounds. I'm feeling very low. <laughs> Shut up. 5-1. Five, 5-1, one. Five, one, boys. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I still can't hear you. That's all right, though. You, you, you've... You do your thing over there. Um, yeah, dude, I honestly think that when it comes to if with Edmonton and Winnipeg, that's already a tough test. Yeah, that's that's did I did I even say that right? Yeah. Yeah. OK, I did say dude, it. Edmonton, okay. dude, Edmonton has a tough task. They do. Like, Absolutely. You have to go through Winnipeg first round. That's tough. Then you're most likely going through Toronto, which is really tough. Then you've got probably Colorado or Vegas and that's not easy and so yeah that's where I'm at right now and I'm pretty sure I lost Elijah just now he's frozen so yeah I'm looking at that too well at least I can hear you now Raph so I'm back (laughs) faded Elijah comes back there he is thanks a lot tell us everybody's been shitting on Telus lately I've been having unreal internet from Telus lately Dude, it's just like Rogers, man. Rogers with the sh- with the dodgy cell phone service where they just, hey, yeah. Canada, you're off for six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. what? Oh, my God. It's 2020, so... dude. You can't do that shit to me. Oh, that... oh it's 2021, hey. by the way. Did you hear what I said? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I dropped it. I can't even remember. Dude, nice. this fucking this. I'm done with this over fucking stream yard <laughs> bullshit. I just want to be with my friends. <laughs> we just do that already god damn it bonnie it's all bonnie's fault dude one day can we so every sunday outside of the art gallery there's anti-lockdown anti-vaccination anti-everything logical protests outside the art gallery can we just go do a live show there one day and just like dude that would be one dude. electric guest after another knowing knowing our luck will get caught in the middle of a protest oh yeah boy it's a planned protest every sunday i heard the guy talking and he's yeah. like all right guys Next Sunday, when we all meet again, I'm like, what the fuck? You guys meet every meet Sunday? again? Dude, I'm like, I'm str- how many like- world topics do you care about? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, how many times can you grab a megaphone and say, fuck Bonnie Henry like that? Doesn't that get yeah. old after a little while? Yeah. I'm, actually down, okay. I'm actually down for a live show. If we were to get lawn chairs and some sick internet at like Robson Square, I'd easily be down. <laughs> hey, I'll <laughs> tell you, I'll tell you some of my evil genius plans that I have coming up where I've thought about like different unique ways to be able to do shit like that. You're going to laugh your ass off when I explain them. <laughs> okay. I um, okay. I think we can move on from hockey after that broken thought that we didn't even finish with Josh. Um, but we'll, 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 oh, wait, the survivor thing. We got to do this, right? Shall we do it? 
Yes. Okay. You guys down to do every day? That's going to be intense on me. Every day or every epi- every time we record? Every day. We'll do it every day. We'll do it every so day. Even, even the days that we're not recording? So That's Monday right. through Sunday? Yes, sir. Seven days. Or, wait, but don't we need three NHL games to be played all at the same time? Well, uh, that's the thing. So I'm looking at this. I'll, we'll kind of update it every episode we do it, but I'm looking at the next that day. Uh, boom. We've got at least three NHL games for like the next seven days, at least, as long as that. all the series don't end up in sweeps or something like that. Um, so, I, yeah, as every episode goes, I'll plan it after that. But basically, okay. guys, so here, here's, here's the thing explained. So we're going to be doing survivor picks, NHL playoff style. If you've ever done, if you've ever done NFL survivor picks before, very similar. What we're going to be doing is each day, I'm going to do my job and text the boys and ask them who their pick is for the day. And I'm also going to be posting this on Twitter and Instagram as well, where the fans can interact with us. And basically for that day, you have to pick one team that is going to win their playoff game. You don't have to pick for them to win the series. You don't have to pick for them to win the cup or anything. It's just, are they going to win that day? And if you get yours right, you get to move on to the next day. In terms of prizes, there's no official prize for this. This is a free contest, no no prize. I might introduce one later. I was going to say. Wait, one question. What What happens if we all get it wrong on the first day? (laughs) Well, (laughs) oh, yeah, we we explained that maybe it's better to do a point tally. That would be hilarious. I'd I'd say point tally, I would say. You want to do a point tally? So it's no longer Survivor. It's just like a playoff pick'ems. Yeah, I'm down. Just Everybody throws in 20 bucks. Oh, Raph. Daddy. <laughs> Woo. Phew. So the, the only hard part is how to get the fans involved. I'll have to work on that myself. It probably won't be in this. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we'll, 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 we'll figure out a couple dedicated fans. So we'll do it every day. And then we'll, we'll go from there. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're going to pick one team every day. You, if you get it right, you get a point. If you don't, you only get to pick one. So cool. Yeah. Badass, cool, cool, cool. dude. You can't. Should we do? You can't pick a team twice in a row. Uh, that's actually harder. No, I don't think we have that rule. That's harder to do. No, that'd be no. tough. Okay, sick. So that's our game coming up. Hello, hello, hockey fans. My name is Nick Berlansky, host of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. My co-host Nick Horwat and I talk all things Pittsburgh Penguins from top news to game analysis and other unconventional hockey talk, we've got you covered. New episodes every Monday. Tune in at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. And let's go Pens! Um, Okay, but let's move it on. We got one last segment to wrap it up. Uh, If I'm right. I'm right on that, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. one last segment. We're gonna do. We're gonna revisit our first ever segment, guys. Uh, that's really hard to explain because it's not the first ever segment we did, but it's a segment called first ever. Um, <laughs> basically, to review, it's a segment where we discuss our first ever experience with something, maybe a human's first ever experience with something, or what may be a human's first experience with something one day. Who wants to start? I can go. I'll go first. Damn oh. it, <laughs> Josh, you can go. <laughs> All right, thanks. Buddy. <laughs> Hey, mine, mine is just uh, that's an interesting one. Right. My thought was the first time someone ever decided to make an adult film and share it on the internet. <laughs> and thought that like, hey, I can make a business off this. I don't think it started with film. I think it started with photos for sure. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, you go back, I would say Playboy and Hustler and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And the beginning of it. But who's who's the genius that thought to themselves, are you, Elijah, don't look up the first ever made Oh, porn. yeah. That was, oh, that was the worst thing I could have typed in. I typed in first ever porn and like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're going to really find gotta, some weird shit. You're going to be you put on a list. More. You gotta be more specific than that. Pornographic film? Okay, I'm I'm going somewhere. You go. You guys keep talking. I'll be I'll be I'll be listening. Yeah, I just Dude. I just think you know who was it that literally thought, and then, and then the person that had to make the law after. It's so well, fucked to me that a girl can be 18, and being filmed and put on the internet, and that's totally legal, and that girl can't even order a drink. Think about that's it this so way, though. To me. Yeah, the same. <laughs> Think about it this way though. Think about how little you yeah, fucking knew about the world at 18 years old. No, seriously. But, and also in like combination we with that, think think about how much you thought you knew as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, think about that, think about also that's a dangerous combination. Sidebar, think about the individual who realized that he's like, I can fucking make a website. Yeah. Yeah. Just a ton of it. Well, this guy, guy like, just had like a lot of videos like saved on his computer and he's like, I could do this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's the weirdo. Is he like the filmmaker? I have no idea who this guy yeah, is, but he, no he for some reason has a ton of films. Like I, an archive. Yeah, I think it's so like, like Josh, like even before the internet, dude. I was reading a little bit about it. Like even in the 1920s, dude, they, that was like called the silent film era, where there was like it was like black and white, no audio whatsoever. It was just film, dude. Apparently, they used to show like these like pornographic films in like brothels and stuff like that. That's just insane, dude. What a vibe when you walk into a brothel, man. You got the silent, the silent railing going on. Yeah. Still caught up in the silent film era, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no? Okay, cool. Ooh. No, I, didn't no, no. I, I don't think I got the... I think I misinterpreted that. 100% you did. It took me down a dark path of Ralph. Take it at face value. Yeah, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. But no, dude, like... So, judging from my Game of Thrones and anything, like, a little bit backdated... That, like sex has been a thing for a while that's for sure but yeah. when the fuck like not separating from prostitution when did someone start doing it in like a media style where they either like took a picture or like like what's the first part there where you yeah. like describe it as porn like not internet porn but like just because there was like you said photos and stuff were big there was probably yeah. like theatrical acts or something like that at some point in history where there's like a scene where it's like oh so and so meets so and so in the bedroom and they obviously had to make it sound real so there was a moment of int intimacy and then people just started oh. doing it right there you know what i mean yeah. but as far as having something that's like exclusively only sex i have no idea yeah. could it could be the same time frame the internet fucking changed all of that dude holy yeah. god what a what a booming industry at that time yeah <laughs> lord have mercy raf yeah. you want to go next yeah, my uh, my next one is one that I'm surprised we didn't talk about last time. Uh, what's it called? But the first person to ever have alcohol. Like, what the fuck was going on? Like, I did some reading about this real quick in my downtime, just like, so yeah, I like, kind I of have an explanation. Who drank at first, you know? So people would ferment a bunch of different things in a way of, like, preserving it. Mm -hmm. So, like, fruits, fucking milk, vegetables, all that kind of stuff, right? And yeah. then occasionally you would have something that, uh, what's it called? If I've, I, I, I could get the science wrong behind it, but eventually you'd have something that just had like a higher concentration of like alcohols and ethanols. Mm -hmm. And then eventually people were like, well, we can probably find a way to make this into a liquid and then easily ingest it as opposed to eating it. Because after a little bit, let's say like grapes for wine, you're just eating like fermented grapes. So you'd have to eat a pretty decent amount before you actually got fucked up and hammered. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
So it's like they were able to make it into a paste, make it into a liquid, an easier way to like make it much easier to be consumed. And then they went from there. I also like did a quick search just to see like when people were drinking things like this. The Egyptians did it back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yep. The Chinese did it. Uh, the furthest track distillery is back in like 7,000 BC and somewhere in China. Yeah, like the main like dynasty or some shit. What? Some weird shit like that. Yeah, like alcohol has been around for a very, very long time. And like the article I, that I was nice reading also. Know. Yeah. Alcohol <laughs> nice also like credited. Fucked up for 7,000 BC. That's pretty dumb. Yeah. Dude, the <laughs> article was also talking about how like, like alcohol has contributed to like a lot of different things in society, like art, literature, all these yeah. different things. But then at the bottom, I thought it was really funny because it was like, and currently about 40% of people in the world or something like that suffer, suffer from alcoholism. And it's like, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of depressing. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like 15 million Americans. Jesus, know. dude, that's nuts. Yeah. But like, well, yeah. I guess there's probably a pretty wide definition of what alcoholism is. Like, I bet you we yeah. all have al- alcoholism as well. Yeah, to some extent. By the definition, I've got, I've got at least. Fucking white claws. Yeah, he's got he's got a yeah. ledge of white claws. Dude. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. All of all of his his coworkers and friends when he was leaving, the first thing they thought of this guy likes alcohol. Yeah. Ask Josh what I asked Josh what I texted him the fucking the day of when he when he sent like his white claw cake gift. I was just like, dude, that is the gift also known as the slow descent into alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, the sixty four <laughs> fucking white claws. Yeah. No wow. kidding. Hey, but we got each other's back, dude. We'll either be yeah. in it together or we'll get each other out. Exactly. Exactly. We'll share. <laughs> that's a that's a good one right there. I always use I my mind was opened up again once once again by TV like Game of Thrones when they started talking about like wine and alcohol so much. I was yeah. like, oh shit, me they either. had that back then. Yeah, me. Yeah. Um okay, my my little first ever here. The first time there was ever an earthquake. What the fuck? Dude, like it must have happened like when there was when there was a decent sized population on the earth when it was happening, there's there's legends and like stories being told of what the whole what what everything fucking is around you. Yeah. And there was probably someone out there who was talking about Cthulhu, man. Like yeah. some sort of rising beast coming out the ground or the water. Imagine yeah. if like if you're like me and you're like a, a strict denier of all conspiracies, and then all of a sudden the ground just starts shaking. And you're like, oh fuck, dude! There's a serpent coming out the out of the ground right now. That's what I would be thinking. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what else. I'd be thinking. If there's something that's going to make you believe in God on the spot, it's definitely a fucking earthquake, yeah. or even like a volcano erupting or something like that. Or I can think of another instance. Imagine being the first person to be like building one of those card towers, you know, that are like very balanced, and then an earthquake happens while you're doing that. That's for sure happened before. One hundred percent. Yeah. My question in turn is, do you guys think that religion has been even more strengthened in the belief of God because of natural disasters? Probably. Yeah, so, I would say so. so. People, Light, so people, like, think think, of- people think like a lightning strike, a volcano, yeah. eruption, a tsunami, an earthquake, a tornado, whatever it is. Yeah. There's got to be something where someone was thinking... They just did something really bad, and all of a sudden, the lightning fucking yeah. strikes and it like sets the yeah. fire, and you're just thinking, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, you're like, I did some bad. I did bad thing. Oh no! Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, yeah. God smiting fucking. Well, we only over had, there. we only really had like good science in the past, like a hundred years or whatever, like eighty years. I don't know. I really yeah. actually like start figuring out why this shit happens. Yeah. Um that's that's fucking nuts dude i've always i love asking this question this is the last one i'll do on my part here um what's the worst thing you could be doing when an earthquake strikes 
Um, For example, giving birth. That would really suck. And there's going to be plenty of people giving birth when a huge I earthquake think, hits your window. You just got to push through it. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally and, entitled to say that, Rob. Yeah, thanks. I, <laughs> I was, I was going to say also taking a dump. And yeah. Aaron, you got to push through it. Push through it. Off. Yeah. yeah. Tons yeah. of things you got to be pushing through. I feel, yeah. I feel that anytime you are in a vulnerable position, sleeping, and this could be for anything. Anytime you think you're going to die, whether it be a person breaking into your house, a natural disaster, think of a vulnerable position that you're in. My vulnerable position, headphones in, playing Call of Duty with the boys, getting absolutely shelled. <laughs> I'm so mad that I don't feel the earthquake because I'm just shaking as well. And then yeah. I die. Yeah. <laughs> then you, <laughs> you don't get the warning signs? I don't get the warning signs. This kind of goes like with what Josh says, but honestly, probably being so fucking hammered that you don't realize an earthquake's going on, and then you think that you can beat the earthquake. Like that on yeah, top yeah. of the world feeling, like you just neglect getting into a doorway or fucking getting underneath a table or something. Or dude, what about what about being on mushrooms or acid? Uh-oh. <laughs> dude, I'd be hey, let's, in a, let's in say, universe. Let's say you just you just pop it. Like you just throw it in your mouth. And then like it hasn't hit you yet. But all yeah. you start feeling is an earthquake, and you're like, "No, dude, no! <laughs> this is gonna be so bad." You take you take a two finger sandwich real quick, and you bend. You hope for the best. Dude, I'm like two hands, and I'm like I'm gagging myself every which way. I'm sticking it in my fucking butthole, and then I'm throwing it down the throat, dude. Just anything yeah. to make myself gag at that point. Oh two man! Two fingered sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh god sheesh dude can we go now can we end this yeah, yeah. yeah let's wrap hey, it up that, that. that was that's a sick segment i love how we do it once in a while yeah, uh thanks thanks on. for listening other guys that's episode 46 of sticking rink we're hoping to have something special come your way in the immediate future uh well, that's all we're gonna say for now but we got we got some things in the work we're we're hoping to break through we didn't touch on it now but the covid cases are going down so be happy people josh is getting his vaccine be happy for josh hopefully no side effects coming um <laughs> don't drink when you get it but like don't have a white claw with you at all times um dude i immediately solid. went home and had a beer after i got shot Did oh, you? There you go. yeah maybe like <laughs> no maybe not immediately maybe like three hours later but yeah were you fine good man i was chilling all right cool good man love that all right boys all right <laughs> last but not yeah. least my mom's saying you lost me in the two finger conversation good, good. Kim, well, you can't well like <laughs> <laughs> it's when it's when you make yourself throw up mom you throw two fingers down your throat yeah there you go and that's our episode guys <laughs> <laughs> adios oh harder baby